the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning as we follow up behind the garden show. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Hopefully you got all your plant questions answered. I asked one in the hallway. <laughs> I bought this cool tree from them. I think I talked about it before. and Some of the leaves fell off. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on with the thing. They uh, And then they're, they asked me what happens when you don't put oil in a motor of a car and i said so i gotta put a motor in the tree <laughs> they said no you gotta put a new tree in the plant potter maybe i might have killed it you got one plant <laughs> no i got several plants <laughs> just this one is 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 killing me it's it's really tall and i bought it specifically for this spot in the, the vaulted ceiling room you know and it looked really cool and yeah it is what it is we'll figure it out one way or another. So either you said either it I'll looks. save its life or I'll have to get another tree. We'll see. Trying really hard. So this saves a tree. Anyway, welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Um, it's been another wonderful week. A little warm out. Um, it's kind of cooler today, I think. A little cooler yesterday, huh? It was a beautiful week. It was a good week. Yeah. I, I think it started out a little bit hot, but um, by the end of the week, it cooled down. I think down. it's supposed to warm up a little bit again tomorrow on Sunday for a couple of days and then go back to normal temperatures. So I had a nice week. It was yeah, cool. It was Everything cool. fell into place this week. So Good, good, good. That's what we like to hear. So anyway, um, hey, folks, we appreciate you joining us this morning. As always, we're going to talk about vehicles and cars and things um, as far as that goes. Um, feel free to join in. You can give us a call here at... Uh, uh, the Answer San Diego and Auto Talk Radio at one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. We're happy to answer your automotive and vehicle related questions today. We're talking about changing the fluids on your vehicle and uh, when and how and what we recommend. And do you always follow the manufacturer's recommendations? This is one of those things. There's a few things in here we're going to talk about that uh, recommended. Um, uh, different uh, items, and I want to talk about an interesting thing that, uh, um, um, uh, as far as uh, I was looking at, and somebody asked me some questions about in relation to uh, um, it, something that uh, it, sometimes I do this like other professionals in the field, like I'll, they'll shoot me an email, like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" and and you know your input on and stuff. And this had to do with a repair that another facility had done. And in relation to that, just wanted to know uh, the consumer was complaining about something, and I'll kind of get into that. And in, in what and I get, and they asked, hey, couple of us, you know, they do this. Hey, can you uh, take a look at this and tell me what you think? You know, so so the point to that was in relation to it was a two hundred thirty thousand mile. Um, um, what was it? It was it was it was a Chevrolet. I can't remember. Um. Anyway, it had two hundred thirty thousand miles on it, and it blew a right rear wheel cylinder out. Started leaking brake pedal. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Okay. So, all right, coated the brake shoes, and uh, um, in doing so, so this gentleman is from out of t- well, he, the guy with the the customer that owned the vehicle lives up in 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 uh um Orange County, okay, but down in San Diego County for business. 
Uh, so he was looking for a place to get. Obviously, you can't drive the car like that, and you can't. And he didn't have towing to tow at home. It would have cost like three hundred dollars or something. So he found a facility, and he went to. And they looked at it, and they said, "Look, you need to replace the the wheel cylinders, um, both wheel cylinders, the brake shoes because they're they're, they're heavy, soaked. They're soaked with brake fluid, and um, you need to." replaced the recommended the drums because of uh their they were close in tolerance and and you know the drum can get hot spotted from the brake fluid which if they're close in tolerance by the time you cut them they're they're below they're recommended to do the job properly is what it came down to so um this person has somebody that backwoods works on his car up there in orange county he calls the guy and the guy's like, oh, no, you could put one wheel cylinder on it and brake clean the brake shoes. And well, what the person didn't understand, the person up, I don't I don't know about the person up there, but the, cl- the client is you. He, he, he kept saying in this thing, what is brake clean for if it doesn't clean the brake fluid out of the shoes? And 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 it's for cleaning it off metal. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's for clean. Yeah. It, anything, anything like a brake shoe or something is going to absorb it, it in and it's always going to boil out of it. You can't get it out. Well, especially I mean, when it gets yeah. hot. That's when it's going to come back out of it. again. Plain and simple. The professional job is to replace both wheel cylinders to brake, brake uh, shoes. And to, if it needs to guarantee drums, the job. Yes. On. Yeah, exactly. And quality of the job. So well, the vehicle yeah. stops. Right. I mean, we are talking about brakes here, right? The, yeah. Yeah, so you're in in your one wheel. So I replaced both of them. They both had two hundred thirty thousand. Okay, so finally I come to a conclusion. They do brake shoes and the two wheel cylinders. Um, uh, they they bent for him and they cleaned it and and resurfaced the drums. Although they were recommending them, they were really close and anyway, which is fine. Okay, so the rear brakes all work now and that's a done deal, right? Now, <laughs> now I guess uh, um. Two weeks later or something. The and they, Oh, and they obviously had to flush brake fluid because it had lost all brake fluid, right? Bleed the system yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. So you flush, you brakes, you know how you uh, go through the whole bleed process. Then. So two weeks later, the ABS valving uh, has an internal failure and fails. So, Which so, would be part of the course because you just changed the fluid. So it, it's going to... Point intake said, the backwoods up, up in Orange County says to him... Oh, they, they bled it incorrectly. So this is where I come into the circle. I'm looking at all this and they're like, and, and they're asking for my opinion. And I said, there is nothing that facility did putting brakes on this incorrectly to cause that ABS valving to fail. Well, I'll tell you exactly what happened to this. And that is flushing that out. Moved it. I said, I bet you a hundred bucks because of the type of technician he goes to that doesn't fix cars properly. The brake fluid's never been changed on this car. I can almost guarantee you. And then you put you. clean fluid in it and moves well, the dirt around. Well, you move the sediment or what, or whatever it does. You disturbed it, plain and simple. Yes. You know how that goes. So you disturbed it, right? So now the valve and failed. That has nothing to do with that facility. They didn't do anything wrong. They did everything they were supposed to. And unfortunately, you have a high mileage vehicle and, and you've not. Because and, and brake fluid is one of the fluids we're going to talk about. Today, it's imperative of replacing it. Yes, back in the old days, it could go for forever, right? I mean, until you had a wheel cylinder leak, it still would eat up the rubber parts, but we didn't have, you know, all you had was a proportioning valve as far as that. that yeah, but I've seen system. some proportioning valve stick before, oh, oh, and yeah. I've, also, I've also noticed, like, even on older ones, when you change it out to a better fluid, mm-hmm. you don't get as much brake fade. Correct. Oh, because the moisture content yes. up, is high in all brake fluid. I'm not saying it wasn't good. I'm saying that back then it, it didn't cause many problems. Now we have all this ABS valving and all this. So you can run into a lot more problems. Yes. A lot more, more expensive problems by well, not changing the fluid when recommended. <laughs> My, you know what's weird is, is why that guy would start blaming other people anyways like that. Because, oh, it, it, I mean, you can do a quality job. And if you buy even quality, let's say, wheel cylinders... One of them can still, I mean, things. Anything can fail. Yeah, but that's that nothing failed that they did. There was nothing, nothing wrong with the repair. Well, I was just, I was just yeah. saying, I it's just, it's one of those things. I mean, no, he, as you've been doing this long enough, you know to go. You know what? It looks like he did a decent job, but it just the the part was 
here here's here's what I got out of this looking at it. And if you're like I'm keep in mind, I'm not involved. We're not involved. It was just one saying, of our facilities that uh, we're There's a the lot vehicle. of jobs that come to us though, and I'm like, well, the, the, it looks like they did it right. It's just it, you know, it just something failed. Or yes. or they did all this right and this failure over here isn't related, which was yes. in this case. So the point <laughs> looking at all this and and uh to give an objective, what I got from this from the beginning though was it started out about money. And it finished about money. So when you say it's not, it's it has nothing truly to do with the repairs that those guys did, except for the fact he didn't want to spend hardly any money, and now he's got to buy something else for the car. Hey, it's your car. You drove it. You broke it. You own it. So it it doesn't. You know, I mean, cars break, and that's another thing somebody asked me to this week. I've had a couple of these conversations this week. Like we we had a uh, Toyota Tacoma in. The brakes were metal to metal. You couldn't. So so we put brakes on the car, right? And then they go out to road test it. Actually, Kehlani was working on, on this vehicle. Uh-huh. And there's a wheel bearing that's trying to jump off the vehicle. Like yeah. really loud, right? So um, the conversation was, um, oh, do, do you sure it needed brakes? Well, the brakes were already metal to metal. Yeah, here they are. It's You drove them into the fins, you know? So yes. yeah, that was bad. This wheel bearing uh, obviously has been making noise for a little bit. So anyway, one of those things that, uh, you know, so showed and then understood and all that, that was at our facility, um, that brake job. Um, but uh, um, anyway, just some things that uh, have to do with vehicles and interesting stories and a couple, you know, good good things that it got into, you know. So, right. And I've had some conversations with people. I had a conversation with a good friend of mine about a radiator for her Lexus. Totally different thing. Um, and she's not sure she wants to keep this vehicle and she's trying to save some money. And, and we got a conversation about, you know, offshore stuff and cheaper stuff. And I said, don't do it. <laughs> that's my advice. Well, even quality parts can, can fail. Yeah. But, but non-quality parts can fail, really fail. They fail a lot more. Well, and I said, listen to me, listen, 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 the small difference in price versus using a factory Denso radiator, which is factory for that car and using something offshore it can be catastrophic. You're driving the car, just it's a radiator. You're driving the car, and you might think, well, I'll save a few dollars here. The, the radiator, the header blows out on a cheap one. The car overheats now, that, and it's an LS400 Lexus, so the motor's not cheap in that bad boy. The car overheats, and frickin', now the motor's no good. Well, now the car's not worth anything. All over saving 80 bucks. Yeah, but even, I don't know what. Yeah, but even if you don't go there and you had someone who install an offshore one, mm-hmm. and then you have to, cause especially if they're telling you it's, it's better to use a quality part and you want the cheaper one. So mm-hmm. now you're on, kind of on your own on that. Mm-hmm. So you have to go back and have to, re- just right there, having it replaced again is going to cost you a lot of money. I mean, you know what I mean? Even if you don't catastrophically. Even if catastrophically, even if you don't catastrophically kill the vehicle, yeah. yeah. Still, you you get the pay, pot and live. And that was another conversation with this wheel bearing that I had also. Like, I, what, you, you know, people send like a picture to me like, what do you think of this one? I'm like, that's a great price, but I'm going to tell you where that's coming from. So that is not going to work out. And and here's the conversation I had with that. So think of this. Same you know, same thing like you're saying. To replace that wheel bearing, um, it was like $300 labor. Uh-huh. So you 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 buy this offshore one and you save like 90 bucks or 100 bucks or or 120 bucks or whatever, 200 bucks. I don't know remember what it was. The the point to that is you're going to spend it again because the thing I said about that is We've been down that road with those offshore ones when they first came out with them, and they last like six months, and well, then you're back well, doing it again because it'll start making if they noise. even last six, and months. it might destroy the brake pads too because you know it, you There's know lot, how they lot kick of them, sideways. Well, a lot of them aren't even set up right from the beginning, so they'll start making noise right out of the gate anyway. Yeah, so, some, so. yeah so who's gonna repay? Now you got to. There's a there's a reason they're cheaper because they shave they shave labor time. Uh, Parts time, or well, not that it's the quality of the metal. Also. Well, the, well, yeah, that's where I was going with that too. I mean, but we I can mean, go right down the Rockwell hardness. Fo- but story instead of from going here. back and readjusting the shims to make sure the bearing has the proper preload on it, they'll just slap it together and leave it like that. So there's some of the labor they slave, you know, they save on it too. That's why your stuff gets a little higher, a little higher. Yep, yep. All right, let's grab a less real quick in Chula Vista. What's happening, Les? Hi, gentlemen. Uh, Right on what you were talking about brakes. Wow. I have a 1993 uh, Plymouth Grand Voyager, mm-hmm. only 129,000 miles on it. 
but uh, 10 or 15,000 miles ago, uh, uh, the a, the a, B, ABS the AB system would go out mm-hmm. right in the middle of the freeway, and I'd have no brakes. Oh yeah, and, it's uh, it was very dangerous. Yes, very dangerous. And the pump that 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 pump was four hundred and fifty dollars. Yep, or more. And I went to I had a good mechanic worked out of his garage in El Cajon, been an engineer, mm-hmm. and I told him I don't want no no more ABS system on it. He took that he took that out. He put in a new uh, master cylinder. He had to go to uh, Otai and get a new brake pedal, mm-hmm. and uh, he put that thing together. And I have better brakes on that machine than I ever had in its history when I bought it brand new. Wow. So there are times, there are times that you take this factory stuff and you throw it in the junk. Well, he wow. had he had to put factory stuff on it. He just put a system that doesn't have ABS. Uh, you so, know, you I know. think that I think I think from the factory, I think from the factory that very same type of vehicle mm-hmm. uh, did, had some models that did not have an ABS system well, in it. Correct, and that's what I believe he probably did was took it off. So the stuff on your vehicle is still factory; it's not offshore. So I mean that it is it is original equipment, just what, not for that vehicle. What year was that again? What, yeah, what year caravan is it? It's a ninety-three. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's back when you hit, you had to order ABS, which is we were some, talking about this morning. Or some models just came with it, some didn't. Sometimes they had made them two different ways. So yeah, that, that that's not the case these days, though. You can't you and and to I'll tell you something. Also, changing a vehicle up like that, why most of us won't do that is there's a high liability to it. If you were to get in an accident now with that vehicle. Well, first of all, that's and illegal you, for us to do. Yeah, exactly. You, you don't want to be doing things. Like, we don't want to be doing things like that. There's a lot of liability. That's why we keep things OEM. But yes, you are correct. Your friend could. And you know what? I've seen people do a lot of things to their own cars, and and that's that's on their 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 shoulders. But yeah, you got to be careful with some of those things. Well, I'll just tell you one more thing. Sure. I, I think you're talking about aftermarket parts. Yes. Now I'm going to take issue with you guys. Okay. I buy aftermarket. I buy aftermarket parts all the time. We're not. Whoa, 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 whoa. on a BMW because they're one third or one quarter of the cost. Mm-hmm. For example, on a BMW, you can never put in new rotors. I mean, uh, you can never grind rotors. You have to put new ones in. You get them aftermarket for twenty five bucks a piece. Yeah, we're not talking. No. Let me finish. You put okay. the factory ones in; they're ninety five or a hundred dollars a piece. That's foolishness. Mm-hmm. That's foolishness. Yeah, but we're not talking about all aftermarket parts. We're talking about cheap offshore aftermarket parts. We use a lot of aftermarket parts. Good quality ones are fine. There's all kinds of like Brimbo and and stuff like that. Those are fine. There's nothing wrong with them. I fully agree with you. But there's a lot of junk offshore stuff that is not okay. And that's what you got to know the difference between. And we're really good at that. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's not all aftermarket parts. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, uh, I, 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 yeah, I know. A lot of these aftermarket parts are made in China. No question about it. Whatever it is, and I guess you can, you well, can check the efficacy. You can check the efficacy of these various part systems. Well, and it's but, not, uh, and it's not just. There's good parts made in China, also. Heads up. So it's knowing the difference of the supplier and stuff. It depends, and you know what it depends on. The, the stipulations and specifications that they're made to and the quality of metal and material put into them, which makes a difference. Once again, if you do some of these suppliers, if you don't know who or what you're buying or what it is, then sometimes you can end up with that. But you are correct. I am not bashing aftermarket parts. Um, we use a lot of them, but good quality aftermarket parts, not. Uh, well, let, let, let me ask you just one final question. Sure. Why is it? Why is it that on a BMW, this was a. This was a 2003 mm-hmm. that BMW says that you can't grind them to specification. You're not allowed to grind them. You've got to put in new ones. Because what it, do they what? You replace them. So, and, okay. you, and what happens every time, and if you try, you can cut them. And if you do, and I mean, we have on the car lays, but if you do, you always get brake noise and chatter, and, and the performance of those rotors goes downhill. So we always replace them as recommended by the manufacturer. Just well, well, you end up with problems. Bucks, for 25 bucks a rotor, which I could buy, that's mm-hmm. what I did. I just bought about an aftermarket rotor, put it in, and they work beautifully. Well, beautifully. There, there you go. There you go. Thank so, you a lot, gentlemen. Thanks, thanks a lot. for listening. Have a wonderful weekend, and thanks for uh, your input. We appreciate talking okay, to you. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. All right, folks, we're going to have to take a first break here. Give us a call, though, at 888 344 1170. That's 888 344 1170. 
If you want to talk about things like Les did, we appreciate uh, all his questions he brought up. You help us make the show. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock, in the house with me is my co-host, Kevin. We seem to rattle less a little bit. I apologize, Les. I, I think you missed a little bit of what we were talking about as far as uh, well, it, 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 off, uh, we're, aftermarket parts are not all bad, and we use a lot of them. Well, that's what I was some of them say. are better than some OEM stuff on certain things. There's there's American companies that go over there and take their manufacturing specs and their people over there, and they manufacture it in China. That's a whole different than a Chinese company actually manufacturing well, it. Well, those are Chinese. There's a lot that, of Chinese I, companies that's my, that do quality, too. I'm just saying there's a lot of stuff that's made extremely cheaply. Not to the specifications, not with the quality materials it's supposed to be made of, and and that's that stuff is intermingled. And you need we need we know as automotive professionals what it is and where it is, and we won't use it. It's, it's, well, you know, it's even with food. If if it's too cheap, there's probably a good reason why it's too cheap. It's spoiled. Yes, <laughs> that's my point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, and that's what we were talking about. Uh, the stuff that. Uh, uh, putting those like wheel bearings is extremely cheap. But if a nor- if a wheel and hub bearing assembly, um, um, aftermarket costs two hundred dollars, and then there's or three hundred dollars or whatever it is, and then there's one that costs seventy dollars, and we know. And, and the thing is, we know the manufacturers. We do in the business, but I'm just telling you for the general layperson when it comes to these parts. That seventy dollar one is not made like that three hundred dollar one. So you might have an aftermarket one that's three hundred dollars. You have this one that's seventy dollars, and then you have a factory one that's four hundred and fifty dollars. Yes. So we yes, aftermarket wise, we would use the three hundred dollar one. Why? It's a quality part. It's made to specifications like the OEM one. So, which uh, can be OES original equipment supplier makes a different one for aftermarket or OEM. Uh, also, some a lot of times we buy. Let's take the Denso radiator. Denso radiator comes in Toyotas and Lexus factory, but you can still buy it aftermarket. We buy Denso. it aftermarket from Denso. Yes. Yeah, it's so and there can and it can be a savings for a customer. That's that's the stuff we know. Like I'm going to use that quality aftermarket radio radiator. I'm not going to Lexus to buy that radiator because so same, same. They will save our client money, but it's the same quality exactly. And that's the point that I'm trying to make. That's so important is the quality of the parts anyway. So no, I don't, I want to make sure that everybody knows that we're not bashing, uh, um, that stuff. Uh, real quick, I did want to uh, remind everybody, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA, AAA approved and star certified for over 28 years now, taking care of folks up there in North County, along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission out at 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon. AAA approved and smog certified out there in East County, taking care of for folks for over seven years now. Um, uh, out there in the East County. And uh, then uh, West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, right in uh, central San Diego over there. AAA approved and smog certified, taking care of folks over there for uh, four years now. So uh, um, doing a good thing. Bill over there managing, helping folks out. And uh, West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, uh, Kristen is my manager over there. She's amazing. Uh, right uh, at the uh, Eastgate Mall in uh, Miramar Road, right in a golden triangle here, right over by the studio here. Triple uh, A approved and star certified for smog, uh, taking care of folks over there for. Well, we'll be coming up on. We've passed one year. We're rolling up on two soon, so uh, one and a half or whatever you want to call it, one and three quarters. Anyway, all of the employees at the West Automotive Group, along with myself, come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason: we all believe in the same philosophy. That's we never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Uh, stop in to have your vehicle service repair and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about. 
Um, we also uh, have measures in place that we're uh, um, making sure that uh, we space people out and everybody's wearing masks and being safe and we wipe down cars and keys and everything else before giving them back to you. So uh, just taking care of you, uh, making sure uh, we do our part to get you service back on the road and, and do it safely. Um, we're also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs. Uh, you can apply any of our locations, and we have several arms to help you out with that, and it's a good time to have that uh, where you can just spread out. If you do need a repair, you don't have to uh, um, worry about um, paying for it right away. Just a good way to go. Uh, so please ask about that. We're happy to help you out. Uh, you can also stop in and take advantage of our CertiCare transmission diagnosis along with free shuttle rides to or from work or home and low-cost rental vehicles at all four locations available. And a CertiCare diagnosis is very important. If you think you have a transmission problem or somebody's told you you have a transmission problem, get in and let our experts diagnose it. It's extremely important to uh, uh, know what's going on with the car. One of the great things about us, too, versus we have a complete uh, transmission division, uh, but one of the great things about us is also we're all master technicians. So um, not only do are we adversed in diagnosing transmission concerns, but if it's another problem or whatever, we got you taken care of. We can figure it out for you um, and let you know. And that way you get an honest answer versus, um, you know what, uh, we've seen multiple vehicles and everybody's heard me talk about this come in that uh, somebody has said needed an expensive transmission repair or replacement and it ends up not being an internal transmission issue. It's something else. That never happens, right, Kevin? No. (laughs) (laughs) So we see that a lot. We do. So please get your vehicle in. We don't want you to make an expensive mistake and then we have to, you're still trying to figure out what's going on with the vehicle. We do see that. Uh, check us out at westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. From there, uh, you can click on Auto Talk, and all the podcasts are there. Um, also, uh, want to remind folks when it comes to the show, uh, we are podcasted on Apple, uh, radio.com. Uh, oh, you can get us on Spotify um, and, and iHeart. Uh, uh, there, there's a, there's like 20 of them. Isn't there, Brendan? Like 20 of them? Something like that. Something it's a like, high number. There's a lot of them. So you can find our podcast almost anywhere also, or you can go to our, our webpage, which is, uh, uh, auto talk right off of, uh, the West automotive group page. You click right through. You can also go to, uh, um, uh, the auto man page where all of our segments are posted, uh, from where I'm, I'm the auto man for the news on, uh, Fox five on Wednesday mornings. And on Friday, it's uh, the CW channel six here in San Diego. And you can check all those out if you uh, haven't seen them or, or missed them on the news. So uh, just go to westautomotivegroup.com. You can also make appointments, see all about us, see all of our pictures there. And, and uh, may, you know, we're here to help you in any way we can. That's westautomotivegroup.com. So anyway, we're going to have to take our, uh, our last break here real quick. So give us a call. Anything vehicle related, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego. And K Praise. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. And get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. We appreciate you joining us this morning. Thought we had a caller. Must have dumped him. Brandon got rid of him. Yeah, that was a call from me. So. Oh, it was? And then you put it on my call screener? Yeah, I know, right? I, I, it was just because I have like a two-second memory. I only have one cup of coffee. Still waking up. Still waking up. Okay. We'll, we'll let you use that excuse. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bauer. Suck. Give us a call here at 888-344-1170. That's 888-344. 344-1170, anything automotive or vehicle related, and we're happy to talk to you about it. Um, Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by Interstate Battery, a battery for every need. Interstate batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. 
Um, we are a distributor for interstate batteries. We do not stock nor sell anything else. Why? Because they truly are the highest quality batteries out there. Um, so if you uh, need a battery for your vehicle, jump on westautomotivegroup.com and uh, we'll get you in and get an interstate installed for you. Like I said, once again, they are the highest quality batteries. We don't we don't use anything else in our own personal vehicles and we do not stock anything else. So when it comes to batteries, if you need a battery for any other need, you can check them out at 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th and University. Interstate batteries, a battery for every need. Highest quality batteries out there. The technician's choice when it comes to batteries. Anyway, all right. So we're talking about all kinds of different things and, and, and parts and that. And we got on parts a little bit. A little story that I did there with a couple different parts. Just interesting this week. Things seem to come in waves sometimes, questions and stuff. So Cars do too. Yeah. Sometimes we'll see like three of one kind, huh? It's like a card game. Yes, yes. Three of a kind. Like three caravan transmissions. Dump, dump, dump. One after another. Or, uh, you know, just things like that. You know, when we were talking about the uh, owner's manual in your cart, there, there, there's a couple of them. I don't think they call it out enough. A couple like, what? Like transmission services. Well, no, that's exactly. They, so, they, what, a lot of these people are like, especially the the Europeans, they like to say. Uh, what's lifetime it? fluid. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the problem is, is the fluid probably it is. It's all the stuff that's floating in the fluid that's not. Well. You, well, you get what I'm saying? Well, that which causes the fluid to break down, so therefore it's not lifetime. There you go. So let's talk about that fluids and 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 stuff like that. We there are you you will see a lot of vehicles these days that that a manufacturer will tell you, oh, you don't service transmission. Let's talk about the transmission for a moment. We recommend eighteen to twenty thousand miles if you want to keep that in good working order. Transmission is a hydraulic unit, as Kevin said. The fluid circulates through it. It picks up contamination. Now, now we got planetary gears running on each other. We got clutches engaging it. Little particles come off of everything. Well, there's a lot of metal moving parts in there. Even even yeah. with the lubrication, there you're going to make fine make metal. metal. The valve, bot, the valves, yeah, yeah. especially now because a lot of valves are are uh, uh, um, pulse width modulated. They move, which means they a move lot. a lot. Yeah, so yeah. they wear valve body bores. And, and here's the worst thing about that, and we see a lot of valve body failures these days because you got steel valves running on on aluminum or pop metal valve bodies, right? Whatever that metal, it's it's uh, the metal they use inside a valve body is a, the valve body itself is a softer type of metal. Yes. And then they run a steel valve in it. And what happens with dirty fluid, it's like sandpaper with that valve, and it's just wearing out the valve body, right? Yes. That's what happens. So, which can, in the minute you get valves sticking, you can burn up the rest of the trans if you're not careful. You get weird things going on. Well, yeah, the valve sticks. It doesn't give the right amount of oil to a clutch pack, or it doesn't lube right to the planetaries, or, well, you know, whatever. Five, five miles of a slip in trans, and you can call it done and good. You almost can't go back. You don't even need to go that far. <laughs> you can burn one up quick. Huh? You can burn one up coming out of the parking lot if you're <laughs> wrong. Yeah, exactly. So the point to that is uh, um, servicing is the best. It's kind of like buying insurance. That's what I always tell folks. So when, you, when we're talking about fluid intervals and things like that, changing your transmission fluid is imperative if you want to extend the life of your transmission. No question about it. Well, even with your engine and all that stuff. Well, that too. But I'm yeah, t- right I know. now I'm just talking about transmission. And, and and that is one of the things that is forgotten about a lot and or manufacturers don't recommend a service near as often as they should or not at all. Yeah. So and I love that when when people are like, oh, it's a sealed unit. It's I'm going to tell you something. There is no such thing. No, it's got a vent on it. How can they make it sealed? <laughs> it's got a, it's a but I'm saying they'll call they'll like talk to a dealer service rep and they'll be like, oh, it's a sealed unit. We don't service those. Well, just so you know, I'm going to be very clear about this. Extended oil change intervals and not servicing things like that when they say that makes it so the manufacturer when they can print the cost to operate and maintain this vehicle yearly it drives that down it makes it look better on paper and makes makes the vehicle where they can say oh to ownership and servicing of this vehicle only cost $293 a year on average or whatever and that's where that becomes extremely important i'm telling you right now to them to the manufacturer selling the car. That's why they do it. They don't really care if your transmission only lasts 100,000 miles and falls out of the car because you didn't service it. They don't care. It's out of warranty, and it's actually better for them. Right? Right. Because either 
we're going to buy parts from them to fix it, or they're going to get it into their service department to fix it, which... And it, normally the higher dollar of the car, the higher dollar of the parts. It, yeah, so. you, yeah, exactly. Here's the <laughs> point. So by not servicing it, they're fine with that. But let's get some question ans- questions answered. Let's grab uh, Chris and Tira Santa. Good morning, Chris. Yes, speaking of transmissions and fluid, um, I had my tranny done um, at uh, 90,000 miles by you guys. They're out in El Cajon. Mm-hmm. It's now got, uh, let's say, going on 102K miles. But the thing is, it's now going on over three, maybe hitting to four years because I don't put many miles on. Now, the question I have, and it, it pertains also to like fuel induction, which I had there, what's the importance of time versus mileage on something uh, like a transmission or fuel induction? I know things like uh, a coolant probably sitting there uh, probably should be changed out just probably from time. But but what about transmissions and, say, fuel inductions if you don't put many miles on? But, you know, the time uh, factor, how important is that? Yeah, the only, the only concern that we get with time when it comes to transmission fluid is moisture content. So uh-huh. so it, it, it in every unit does pull moisture into it and stuff like that. So um, I do mine yearly. I don't really pay much attention to to my mileage, but I know I drive about eighteen thousand, fifteen to eighteen thousand miles a year. So we always recommend eighteen to twenty thousand, or or once a year. In your case, I mean, you'd not put a lot of miles on. You could do it every couple years, you know, as far as that goes. But I still like to get the fluid changed out on on it and keep them in good working order. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Good. That's uh, good to know. Uh, that's something you know uh, I haven't seen discussed in uh, literature. Uh, that, that I can recall. And what about fuel induction uh, similarly? Well, fuel induction is carbon buildup. So if you're not putting a lot of miles on, we recommend that once a year if you're driving, you know, over 15,000 miles more. That you can wait a little longer on. You're not going to, you, you have to actually be running the motor to build carbon buildup up. So that, that truly is more on mileage than it's going to be on time. Okay. Uh, just uh, in passing, I take my car in for a recall. But even after it's a 2004 and it's still getting recalls on it because oh, of the yeah. airbag. And it's interesting because um, I asked about the coolant. <laughs> he said, was it seven years and 100,000 miles? You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the problem with that with coolant is that coolant does break down. And what we found is so that extended life coolant, we recommend three years or 50,000 miles on it because it really starts to tear up the metals inside the cooling system and, and eats up gaskets and causes water pump seals to leak and all kinds of things that, that it deteriorates. And if you ever, and then it solidifies, actually turns into, and there's a radiator. If you ever go look at one of my Automan cooling segments where I have the radiator that's cut open, that's a yeah. radiator that went 75,000 miles without changing the coolant and the bottom fins are all solidified in it. And that's because that that high oat coolant breaks down, whether they say it does or not. I know they say it lasts 100,000 miles, but you usually end up with issues with it, unfortunately. Okay, very good. Well, thanks. I appreciate uh, very much the information. You guys do a, a wonderful job. Well, no problem. And hey, thanks for listening. If you ever have any other questions, you know where to find us. Very good. Have a nice day. You do. Have a safe Bye. weekend. Take care. Good I'd, question. I'd want to say with especially things with the coolant, like like uh, transmission fluid, because or motor oil. I mean, they they all attract moisture, so they, they do, and they but, all uh, break down. But coolant, because it is a water based, mm-hmm. I would think that it would separate more. Oh, it well, it you get what I'm becomes, saying. If it's if it just sat there, it would separate. It becomes more acidic. Yeah, too, yeah, it really does. Just the way it because it's not moving. The molecule is not moving it around, so it's, it's a little bit sediment. different than oil stuff. Well, in what in that sediment stuff is it breaking down? Plus, it attacking the inside of the motor parts, the metals, and all that, and that's what creates in the bottom rows of the radiator. So all of a sudden, you only have two thirds of your radiator cooling the car which can create hot spots with the motor cause. And, and here's the thing. And you don't notice it until you're, cli- until you're under a load, like climbing a grade you or something. You could, but what you're also doing to the car is slowly causing damage. Yes. So it's more like an internal cancer on the vehicle, if that makes sense. So just, just one, of those, uh, one of those things when it comes to fluids and stuff like that. All right, let's grab, uh, let's grab Paul real quick in Coronado. Good morning, Paul. 
Yes, can you hear me? Yes, sir. How are you doing this morning? Good, good. Hey, good work, guys. Yeah, hey, look, I've got a couple questions. I, I missed your call screener, but um, I've got a 1984 Nissan pickup truck, mm-hmm. and the carburetor on those things need to be serviced every couple few every few years. Yeah. And I was wondering if there was any way I could either switch it to fuel injection or uh, put another carburetor in it um, and make it California legal. That's one question. And I've got a 1985 pickup, Toyota pickup, four-wheel drive. And um, the idle air control valve is shot on it. And I have I've bought three of them from eBay, and none of them worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was wondering if you knew of a place where I, I can get a, a good uh, idle air control valve. It makes the uh, engine idle high when you start it. Oh, um, so those are some of the questions I have, um, if you could answer that, them. Okay, as far as smog legal with the carburetor, that's a very tough one. Um, you used to be able to, and when you talk about fuel injection, like put a fuel injection system on it, like like a newer system from a Nissan pickup truck, then you would have to obviously put the computer in and everything that goes along with that. But then you would, okay. you used to have to go to the Bureau of Automotive Repair and they would put a bar label on it. I don't think they even do that anymore. I don't think they even, I, I don't know of where they do that any longer. You'd go to the referee, they'd punch out this label and put it on the door, and as long as everything was small, legal, and better, then, you know, there was rules you had to follow to do that. I don't even think that's available anymore to do. Um, Somebody might correct me on this, but I don't know. So, and as far as replacement carburetor, I don't know if there's anything out there that's carb legal, and that's what it has to be to make you smog legal as California Air Resources Board uh, certified, it has to have a carb label for it if it's something that's not the OEM quit equipment. Um, so that that's a good question, and I don't really have an answer okay. for you on that. I don't I don't know. There'd All have right. to be a lot of research done to figure out, you know, what can and can't be done. So that's that's right. one of those things. You're almost always best to stay with the uh, OEM design and and stuff that's legal for it. So. You're probably stuck with a carburetor on it. That's probably my answer as far as that, you know, the exact design that's on it. And uh, we're running out of carburetor mechanics. Yeah. Oh, they're running away fast. Most 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 guys haven't even worked on them, you know, so these days that are still working because we got we we had this discussion not long ago on here. What year did we come up with, Kevin? That was the last of the manufacturers cars with like 87, 1987 or 89 or something like that is the last year that cars any cars came uh new with a carburetor so uh, um yeah we're getting we're getting a little bit from there so it's been uh, you know that's that's uh uh, well we're 30 what what about the idle air control valve and what to what 85 what the idle air toyota pickup oh it's oh 85 toyota pickup truck um yeah you know we i mean we still we still buy those uh um yeah, you know what? Uh, we usually use a company for those like called Whirlpack that you can't, you can't just walk into. It's it's only for professional. Have you tried Toyota? But, just out of curiosity. Yeah, Toyota doesn't have that anymore. No, they don't. Okay, they don't. sometimes they have yeah. a vintage parts division. That's why I asked. Um, yeah, you're probably getting some. eBay's probably tough. What do you, were you buying used ones from there? I'm assuming, yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know what? I, t- I tell you what. Good. Send me a send me an email. Um, you can send it to autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com uh, with your year and that thing. And I'll take a look and see if I can find you a part number uh, for a good one of those for the idle air control valve on that. I'll ha- I'm happy to do okay. that. That's easier. Westautomotivegroup.com. So just autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. Okay. Well. At westautomotivegroup.com. Yes, sir. Yeah, and I'll be happy to. I'll All check right. World Pack and that for you and, and see. Awesome. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you helping me out. No problem at all. Hey, thanks for being a listener, and uh, have a safe and wonderful weekend. I'll look forward to your email. Uh, God bless. Appreciate it. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. So, good good, good questions, always. Yeah. Parts do become a little harder to find on some of those older well, uh, vehicles. You know, and they're getting hard... <laughs> It's like they discontinue parts faster these days. They do. They do. It's on, on, yeah, like 10 years now on a lot of things. Like the manufacturers won't have them anymore.
I don't even know if Chrysler waits that long. <laughs> I'm serious. Three years. We're done with the car. They're like seven years. Boom, done. It's some of them, yeah. But most manufacturers Their wiring harnesses. This is really weird, too, because Chrysler, especially Chrysler wiring harnesses, they you know they get oil soaked, and they, they tend to fall apart a little faster mm-hmm. than other ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, they discontinued them things like seven years. I've had to, I've had to like build wiring harnesses for Chrysler cars, fixing them. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's like the one intrepid. I mean, the guy's car was nice. He kept it nice, and he's like, I don't, I'm not really want to get rid of my car. I don't want to get rid of my car yet. So yeah, we ended up building a wiring harness for it because they don't produce one. You couldn't find one, but you know, yeah, yeah, one of those things. It, 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 some of that stuff is becoming way tougher to find for sure. All right, let's grab Frank. Good morning, Frank. Hey, it's Frank, board from California down here in Chula Vista. Hey, got what's my, happening? Got my truck. Uh, <laughs> well, you guys are talking about transmissions. I mean, you know, when I bought that truck, I had, uh, I took it up to Matt when he was up there at, uh, with Kearney Mesa. Uh huh. And I had him do a complete flush and filter change on that thing, you know? And, uh, when you guys are talking about changing that stuff out, do I do I need to do a complete change, or do I just drain the pan and and go for go with that again? Um, for the transmission. You no, know, if you stay on top of it, typically uh, the yearly, then it's just replace the filter, pan gasket, and fluid in it. Uh, the only time we do a f- complete fluid exchange is if the fluid is 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 pretty dirty. So yeah, if you if you do so, it you do it yearly, then usually you can just get away with the service. Yeah, he tried to talk me out. He says, Frank, this is great. I said, yeah, but it's a new truck to me. <laughs> so we went ahead and did it. You know, oh, well, and that's a, good, sure. that's a good starting point when you first get it. You know, like change out all the fluids. You know that they've been serviced now at this time. Now you can start your, you know, figuring out how you want to service it. Well, that's another thing. If you start servicing things, you might find problems that you didn't know about. So you kind of know, hey, this is something else I have to address along the way, too. Correct. Yeah, it's got a it's got a drain plug on it. So just you don't suggest I uh, I just drain that and uh, leave that same filter and change the filter out too. I change the filter out. Yeah. The the filter grabs okay. all the contaminants, and we see filters that if you if you just keep draining the fluid that they grab all those contaminants and hold them in there, and then they start to solidify the filtering screen. So. Well, not only that, most frictions are high energy anymore, and every time it shifts, little fibers come off of it, so yeah. it does get caught in the Daycron filter. So yeah. Yeah, filter's good to replace on those. Yeah. Not that expensive either. Well, he, yeah, he put a he put a bigger pan on this thing, so it looks like when it comes time to do that, you guys are going to have to do that for me. The other, other thing is... Otherwise, the, uh, you end up taking a bath, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's up off the ground. I can get underneath it with the pans and stuff, but, you know, I'm, I'm not getting up and down as fast as I used to. Um, the other thing was the uh, uh, radiator. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The, the fluid. Do you guys recommend flushing that? Yes. Or just uh, just draining it and, and we we actually it. flush it and and put cleaner yeah. through it. Just helps remove all the sediment yeah. and stuff. That's why, and it just keeps yeah. the cooling system in good working order. And also, that cleaner has some uh, lubricant stuff in it that helps with the uh, seals and things like that inside the cooling system. Yeah, so. yeah I used to use that press to and stuff on my other truck. I haven't uh-huh. I haven't done this one yet. Gotcha. But I use the, the press and it took two or three bottles of that stuff just to run it for a while. Clean it out. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. You can yeah. do it that way, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just get bored down here. You know, I just get bored. <laughs> so you, you just, especially I right now that you can't do any. Last week. <laughs> yeah, especially because we're not traveling anywhere. I mean, there's not much to do. Huh? Yeah. You, you go on your walk yeah. and, and then you, you can mess around the house. So that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, listen, guys, thank you very much for the info, and uh, we'll see what happens here. You got it, Frank. Thanks. Hope everything clears up soon. Good yeah. to talk to you again. Thank you. Take care, buddy. Have a great weekend. Be safe out there. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Frank obviously has great questions. So, yeah. So, um, talking about fluids and, and what? So, in, in engine oil, I mean, like, you know, you talked about extent, things extending out. You're right. Oil picks up. And combustion process, there's some... Uh, uh, um, burning fossil fuels that blow past the rings, and that's always being picked up by the oil, right? No matter right. what, I don't care how great a uh, uh, brand new the engine is or whatever. So that, and then that's carried around inside the oil. So going ten thousand miles and not changing oil is a terrible idea. See, I me. still try to do mine every three. Uh, well, I just, well, and we use I I so I always my thing, my truck I do every four thousand miles. But we only use full synthetic fluids at our facility. That's it. So I do it every 4,000 because it's over 100,000 miles. 
Um, anything newer, a hundred thousand miles or less, you can go five thousand. I'm good with that, you know, because it's less burning oil. Uh, a higher mileage car, you need to put you need to put an eye on it more often. Yes. Than than. Well, than I figured do. three thousand miles. That way, I don't run out of oil. It's just eh, just it just makes it easier on me. It does. It does. So good good uh um good suggestion. So but so five thousand um on newer cars under a hundred thousand miles. Uh, four thousand I recommend over a hundred thousand miles. And just keep, you know, it's your investment. Cars an extremely expensive investment. You want to keep it in good order. You want to get three hundred fifty thousand miles out of it, like the the the, the West Escondido uh, F two fifty. Then you need to service your vehicle, and and the money you put into servicing will save you a lot of money in repairs later. Am I right? Right. I mean, if you ser- let's face it, you know, you service your transmission regularly like that yearly, um, you can extend the life of it for sure. Way better chance than if you don't. It's not a guarantee. Anything can fail and break like we were talking about earlier. But at the same time, it's the best option you have to uh, protecting your investment. For sure. Yes. Yep. That's it. That's it. Um, so then same thing goes. Uh, we're going to run out of time here and we're about done. But uh, all the other fluids such as differential transfer case, everything suspends contaminants in it. Yes. Needs to be serviced at recommended intervals. If you need to know what those are, let us know. We'll be happy to help you out. All right, folks. So we appreciate everybody that called in, joined in, part of the show. Uh, You know, uh, Auto Talk Radio uh, is what it is because you guys all listen and and also uh, tend to uh, call in and and join in and and add things to the show. And we always appreciate all the callers and everything. I want to recommend everybody to keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. As we head into the rest of the weekend here, everybody be safe, take care, stay cool, and we'll be back. I think next this Saturday, weekend we right? might. <laughs> You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego and K Praise, and we'll be back next Saturday. Take care, everybody. Bye. answers to all your automotive questions tune in every week at this same time for auto talk with brian bowersock to learn more about brian become a guest or sponsor of the show or if you have additional questions visit the westautomotivegroup.com that's the westautomotivegroup.com and click on auto talk radio join us again next week for more auto talk This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.